Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> or afternoon or wherever you are. Ron Brown with Tech for Senior Live. I'll be your host today. Today we have uh, a great panel to talk about uh, the news of this week. We'll introduce those and uh, just introduce everybody in a minute. But the show is going to go for about an hour. We're going to have uh, the introductions, as I mentioned. Then we're going to talk about mail and what type of email do you use and should you be using what, what, what alternatives do we have to, of course, Gmail, which everybody a lot of, or a lot of people use? We're then going to go over the, uh, the news of the week. So if you are listening to this on YouTube, welcome and uh, thank you. And also, if you're listening to it on our Facebook feed, uh, if you are uh, listening to this as a YouTube short, just click the link and you'll take it, it'll take you right to the show. So uh, a little more information about everyone. Uh, of course, Tech for Senior uh, is a group of uh, is a gang, I guess that is is really from our Monday show, eh, Huey? We're we're uh, we're in our our third, soon to be fourth season of our Monday show, and we've had about 134 plus episodes. So uh, this is the uh, same group of people, and we'll talk about that in a minute. And so this is uh, uh, Tech for Senior Live. This this of course is recorded now. If you are out there, the other thing about today is we have no idea who's out there. We don't know if we're just going to talk talk to ourselves today or if there's anyone out there. So if you are out there, uh, maybe you could put uh, put your name in the chat and, and let us know where you're from and 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 say hello. Otherwise, I guess uh, we don't mind talking. The four of us are great friends. We can just sit and talk by ourselves today. The other thing is, is if you are... Um, if you are in our Zoom meeting, if you've hit the button for our Zoom meeting, which is our Monday meeting, then uh, you're probably sitting over there wondering what the heck's going on. And we'll see you Monday because this isn't a Zoom meeting. This is, of course, we, we're using a software called StreamYard, and we broadcast this out to our Facebook page and our uh, YouTube feed. So if you are confused about that and you're wondering how the heck do I, do I get there, then um, I'm going to just tell you our webpage is is uh, is techforsenior.com. If you pop there, I've made a couple of banners there, buttons that you just click the button, and it'll take you right to the show. So there's no need to um, no need to uh, get stressed out about that. Uh, and we're over here talking, and that's uh, we also podcast this. So if you are want to listen to this on a podcast, uh, that's uh, that's great as well. I think that's sort of uh, just the, uh, I guess we are, we got a few people out there, right, Huey? Oh, gosh, yeah. A lot of people have signed in already. Oh, that's good. Uh, for those, just hold on, don't go through them yep. yet. Uh, just so that <laughs> you probably all know Huey Popluck. Huey, is, uh, Huey and I uh, co-host the show, the Monday show. Yeah, we have a busy day today, eh, Huey? Yeah, we have learning Chromebooks right after this show. Mm -hmm. uh, about a half hour break, and then I'll start it up about, uh, 1.30 Eastern time, and we actually start learning Chromebooks at 2 Eastern time, which is, what, 11 Pacific time. Yeah, and so if you do have a Chromebook, you are interested in Chromebooks, or you do have to register for it, and you can either register it uh, on our Facebook page or, of course, on our uh, on our webpage, uh, Tech for Senior webpage. You can register. It's free. Uh, we don't sell your name to anybody. We just want to know who you are. 
So we've been doing it now for a couple of years, eh, Huey? Yep. Yep. It's a lot of fun. And uh, we've been getting more and more people who are interested in Chromebooks or are using them. Mm-hmm. So it, it's we gear it uh, towards uh, people who either are thinking about getting one or have one or have been using one for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know who just showed up today? Yeah, Mr. Bob. Mr. Bob, we didn't think Bob was going to uh, was going to be here today. That's great. Nice to see Bob. We'll talk yeah, I, about. We'll we'll introduce you in just a second. Uh, of course. Uh, so that's uh, so Huey. Everyone knows Huey Popluck, and of course uh, we have uh, Mr. Ray Baxter from Pine, Arizona. Ray is uh, our music director for our Monday show. Uh, he is very, very knowledgeable on music, but also many other things and technology issues. And he's also the president of APCUG, which is, is the I Association of Personal... I need, I need to interrupt you. You have someone in your chat that you need to get rid of. I just reported him, Bob. Okay. Good. How do we get him out? Um, I get it off my chat, but I don't know if it. I got a block user. I can do it. Okay. Yep. Thank you. We got him out. There we go. That's Very first... nice Yeah, first time we've had some. We, we, in our on our Monday show, we the second edition, uh, we had uh, we had some um, some some problems, but aside from that, we've had really little in the way of issues. All right, uh, coming back to Ray, I was just introducing you from Pine, Arizona. Thank you very much. How, uh, are you, how are you 50, doing? 52 degrees here today. You know, the rains have started, eh? Like I, I was told, telling everybody last week what a great uh, what great uh, weather we had here. And uh, the rains have uh, the rains have started and it's now a howling southeaster southeaster and uh, I think it's gonna rain for four months now. So it's started. <laughs> <laughs> now and also we have of course um, a special guest today. Uh, we have Mike Ungerman with us from Orlando, Florida. Now, Mike is, um, of course, uh, a good friend of ours and a regular contributor on our Monday show. And he just completed a very popular series on um, solar panels and your home and how to produce electricity for your home. I think you did five five episodes of that, Mike. Was it five? Yeah. Yeah, and so uh, that was great, and it was really popular. So if you want to go back and look at those, they're certainly on our Monday show. Um, and now Mike is going to be doing a series on EV cars as we as we move forward into 2023. Uh, uh, we'll be looking at uh, more and more electrical car elect, uh, EV cars coming out. And so uh, it, it's obviously going to be something in um, in your mind that you we'll be thinking of. And so we want to do some education on that. So it should be fun. Hey, Mike, what do you think? Uh, I want to thank you for suggesting it because I'm learning an awful lot doing my research. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're, we're hoping to all learn together as we sort of, it's a new technology coming out. We want to learn, learn more about it. So that's great. And Mike, you're from Orlando. Because actually, people, actually, north northeast section, but most people will know where Orlando is rather than our little village. Right. Most people, I guess, when you're looking at us in the in the view here, you might think we're all sitting in 
a studio, right? We're all sitting in, in the same location, but we're not. We're actually in different countries, different parts of the country. I'm on Vancouver Island, which is a little island off the west coast of, of, of British Columbia and in Canada. And of course, uh, uh, Huey, I guess, is the farthest away. You're in, Huey, can you hear me? You're in Florida. <laughs> right. Actually, Mike would be a little bit farther from you than me. Oh, really? I have to talk, do I have to yell louder when I talk to yeah. Mike? And of course, from Las Lunas, New Mexico, we have uh, Bob Gustisha here. Bob is our uh, security expert on our Monday show, and he is a prolific producer, prolific producer, yeah, I guess we can say that, of videos like YouTube videos on all sorts of technology. So he's not just a security guy, but he's a very smart guy too. So uh, we're welcome to have, we're, we're so happy to have you here. We didn't think you were going to, did you have a doctor's appointment? You're going to be late or something? What was the? No, I had a presentation that just ended at oh, two right. minutes okay. after 10. Okay. So I was in Oklahoma with Bill James. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Did you have some good questions? Oh, yeah. That's why we went over past 10 o'clock. Past 10 o'clock. All right. That's good. There you go. Well, so that's the gang we have today. Uh, let's, uh, Huey, can we go over? Um, let's have a look here. Maybe we Yeah, the first one I want to show is not the first one on the list, but I do want to show this. Uh, as a reminder, everyone should tap the thumbs up button and like us. Give us, a, give us a like. That, that, would, be, that would be great. Okay, um, let me start now at the top here. Gerald Smith, West Seattle, 51 and cloud. You're not getting the rain we're getting? Well, it's coming. Hang hang tough. You're going to get some rain. Uh, Stan from Orlando, uh, I guess uh, 80 degrees and sunny. Is that yeah, right, it's, Mark? it's gorgeous here in Florida. Yeah, there you good, go. Good uh, solar electricity producing weather. <laughs> you're just sitting there watching the dials go up and up <laughs> as you're making money. You're just sitting there making money. Liz is, uh, hi, Liz, uh, from Ohio. There you go. Uh, Dick Vogel from Sanford, Florida. Same weather as Stan's. Yeah, he's just, Sanford's just north of Orlando. Uh, Mike Lehman. Mike is from Moncton, New Brunswick, Canada. Mike, I don't know if, is it, Mike, are you the first time you've been listening? Welcome, Mike. We have, I don't know that we've, if, if you have been here before, I, I apologize, but if you're new here, a big a big welcome to uh, our show, and don't forget our Monday show as well. So, uh, so New Brunswick, Canada, great. Ivana Stewart, Argyle, Texas, 62 degrees. Olive Cousin, hi from sunny Willamette Valley of Oregon. I don't know how you got the sun, but anyway, we're going to send you some rain. Richard Clarkson, Monrovia, California. Mar Richard, you always say Monrovia, CA, not Canada. 55 degrees right now, going up to 77 later on. Uh, Bernard DeFazio, Sterling Heights Computer Club, Detroit, Michigan. Kathleen Steed from Manhattan, 58 degrees and drizzly. Bob Baxter, Bellevue, Washington. Cloudy and rain tonight. Yes, indeed. JJ, uh, Waukegan, Illinois, and it's Waukegan. 46 this morning. Waukegan. Waukegan, sorry. Yes, and I, I just saw him because he visited Oklahoma. Oh, he was in the club there? Yes. Mm -hmm. 
He has a message coming up. Uh, Sally says Kirkland, Washington, lots of rain. Yeah, exactly, Sally. That's right. We're getting a big downpour. Lots of rain for sure. JJ Bob made a dash from Oklahoma to join us. There you go. He's a fast guy. Sally says lots of rain. Richard, no rain, but we really need it badly here in California. Irving, hello from Ottawa. It's pretty cool today, six degrees Celsius. I don't know, Irving, have you had snow yet? I think Ottawa's had some snow, haven't they? Uh, Gina said... Uh, Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City, okay. And George is from Victoria, Russians threatening commercial satellite Starlink. Uh, might talk about that a little bit later. Thanks, George. Uh, you're going to get some rain if you haven't had it. We're sending it south. Gerald says, uh, Ron, your small Vancouver Island reminds me of Lesser Seattle. <laughs> we don't want to tell people about this. Too many people on Vancouver Island now. We want to keep it, keep it a secret, okay? We won't tell anybody. Uh, there we go. All right. So those are everyone's listening. We had a good, good group out there today. Uh, we want to talk a little bit today about email. Um, we're going to talk before we start looking at all the news reviews. And uh, part of the reason I wanted to talk about that today, of course, Mike's here. And we've talked about this on our Monday show. And of course, Mike uses ProtonMail. And so we're going to talk a little bit. Mike's going to talk a little bit about that in a minute. We'll all give our reasons for the email services we use. But part of the reason that I really wanted to discuss email today is when I reviewed our Tech for Senior newsletter that goes out, I'm still surprised at how many people use two email services you really shouldn't be using. <laughs> and, and it's amazing that where people still use AOL. Can you believe that, Bob? Can you? Isn't that crazy, eh? Yeah. So um, if you are using AOL, now that must be 50 years old. I mean, it's an old, old, old service. You know, it's, 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 came along when internet was discovered or, or invented or came along, you know, AOL popped up. So you are using an extremely old, insecure form of email. And not only that, but you're missing out on it's you're, you're missing out on a lot of the integration with all the great services we have if you're using a model modern email provider. So you, you really need to uh, move on. And particularly if with Gmail, there's just a button you click and it imports all your stuff from AOL. So if you are using AOL, there's uh, I'm sure Bob will go on and on and he probably has made a bunch of videos on all the perils of, of AOL. So we don't want to go into that, but it is for sure you should be moving on. And the other one that I am truly amazed at, which even more people in AOL is Yahoo Mail. And, you know, that's a, that is a, um, and, and I, you've heard me talk about this before, which is, is so important to understand that um, uh, quite a long while ago, it was um, when, when Yahoo was at the top of the list, Microsoft uh, was going to buy them for uh, a lot of money, right? And, and Yahoo said, no, we want more money. And so they, uh, they said, uh, and, and what happened was, is, Microsoft said, nope, we made you an offer. You didn't want it. Forget it. And over the next 10 years, of course, their decline occurred. And the, uh, they hired actually a new C a CEO called 
I think it was Marissa Meyer, and she was um, in charge and tried to turn this this disaster around from happening. And there was a, I forget where Yahoo's head office was, but they had this big, big building that held about 10,000 people. And at the end of the day, when, when it finally went defunct, there she was she was the ceo her office was at the top and they they had the light turned off as she was the last one leaving the building as the light turned off and she left and so you know the uh what happened was of course verizon bought it in a uh, fire sale uh at pennies on the dollar and i could never imagine why verizon wanted to buy it but what happened was is verizon bought yahoo and when they verizon experts went and tried to uh, and looked at actually what they had bought they were aghast at what they saw and they went back to the judge who had uh, approved the deal and said hey we didn't realize how bad this system was judge agreed to them and took another 30 percent off the purchase price and said you're right and so verizon um sold quickly in about a year sold off the email service and it since then it's been through a number of people who have owned it and were concerned because of course nobody really knows which company owns it now because it's it, it's it's the flavor of the month and you know we're worried about china you know some a shell company that that, that may have china involved in security there's just so many reasons why you do not be using yahoo mail bob can you think of any more reasons i haven't mentioned well nobody knows how secure your data really is. That's right. When you don't know who owns it, who owns it and what you are agreeing to with the new company having bought it. Right. Yeah. I had to help one of my neighbors this past weekend. They had Yahoo Mail and apparently they did, they did something that she couldn't get into her Yahoo Mail. She couldn't uh, on her phone or on her desktop. Right. And I had a, a terrible time getting getting it to work. It's horrible, and right. it's not and it's not secure. And uh, the best thing to do is to get a different email address. Hang on to the Yahoo so you can keep checking it, and and let the people know who you want to change, and eventually just wean yourself off of it. The uh, folks, it's not that hard because you can probably keep the same email address. Just the last part. If you now are Jim James at Yahoo become Jim James at Gmail. Mm -hmm. For most people, the address is probably going to be there. If not, you just add a couple of numbers to the back of it. Okay. But we, we recently uh, put AT&T fiber in our house and opened up an AT&T account for the first time in many, many years. And I have an email address at att.com. But as soon as you go to use their email, you're on the Yahoo mail system. Oh, so they're really? still using it. Oh, yep. man. So, Mike, let's just... Um, now, of course, Gmail is very popular, and I don't really want to talk about Gmail today. But we'll meet, briefly mention it. But, but of course, Mike uses uh, ProtonMail. Uh, Mike, do you want to give us just a, a quick synopsis of, of ProtonMail and why you chose it? Well, I started off about uh, two years ago when I first learned about ProtonMail. And for me, it was just another alternative to investigate. Um, what I liked about it as I looked into it was their uh, whole focus on security. Mm -hmm. If you like, and you're communicating with another user, 
uh, also on ProtonMail. It's full end-to-end -end security from your computer, encrypted security from your computer to the servers in Switzerland, to the other person's computer and to their email client. Then if you're communicating with 90% of your other people who aren't on ProtonMail, you still get the security from your computer to their servers. And then from their servers, it's sent, it's decrypted and then sent out to the, the, uh, the end user. The location itself is a physical security behemoth, if you will, in Switzerland. And so there's physical security for all of the, the data and the servers and the rest of that. And their, their policy is they will not reveal, they can't reveal the contents of what's in your email. Not that I'm writing about anything that I'm concerned about, but if, if one was and had sensitive information that they wanted to communicate, even if somebody went in, raided their facility and, and confiscated their hard drives, nobody can read the email. And the only logs they keep are the source and destination of incoming and outgoing traffic. And even that, if you use a VPN, can be obfuscated. So security is very high. Other than that, it's a complete infrastructure. So you've got a calendar, you've got multiple inboxes, you've got a, a cloud drive, and you've got a VPN that goes with it. And I'm going to put a link in the uh, yeah, in the uh, YouTube chat of an excellent review that Cyber News has done of ProtonMail. So if anybody wants to see all of the features that are available, both in the free and paid accounts, if you go to that site, it's, it's a very good review. All right. Mike, did you look at now, as you know, um, I often talk about uh, Leo Laporte. Leo is, uh, is a radio personality who is a techie guy. And he's been around for many, many, many years. And I've listened to uh, his his shows a lot. And and he uses he's he's a big proponent of fast mail. Mike, did you look at fast mail at all? No, I'm not unaware of it. All right. Um, just to let everyone know that um, he and I think it's out of Australia, and and uh, Leo Laporte uses fast mail. Now, one of the here you're all probably wondering and saying. Hey, why not just use Gmail? Like, what's wrong with Gmail? Everyone is using, there's a billion people using Gmail. What's wrong with Gmail? And I don't, I use Gmail. I think that Bob uses Gmail uh, and, and we both use Gmail. Um, and there is nothing wrong with Gmail. The problem that is that it's sort of like putting all your eggs in one basket, I guess. You really, you really are all into Google. And should you account such as it gets hacked or something you're freezing up you're, you're sort of in a big pickle right yeah uh, um i use rose up we didn't hear what you had said yeah some of what you I, said. I said that if you if you are um using gmail and you someone hacks into your account or um and, and, and you know, you get your account closed and you put all your eggs in one basket, then it's a bit of a problem. You're not using two-factor authentication. You know, you have a problem. So I guess the question is, is, is there an advantage? Like Mike, of course, is using his, his email is not related to his Google account, right? So I, get, I guess the question really is, is that, a, is that something we should consider? Yeah, I also have a, 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 my own 
domain, which is hosted by GoDaddy, and I'm using their email uh, for that. And uh, they use the Microsoft Exchange. So Outlook works very well. And that's how, if I want to look at it online, I, I'm actually using a Microsoft account, which I really mm -hmm. like. It works well. And they really filter out the, uh, uh, the trash uh, very well. And then I also have another account, which is a, a Google One account where I use my own domain name. And what I like about it is I can use any uh, address. I can make it up on the fly and I will get the emails, uh, any email that's sent to that, uh, that uh, domain name, uh, no matter what I have somebody use. So if I go to a trade show or something, I make one up for it. And so I can tell who was sending me uh, information, whether they uh, sold it or not from that particular trade show. Ray, Ray, any comments? Uh, yeah, uh, yes. I don't know if I'm unusual or not, but uh, I have, I think, five or six email addresses. I have a Gmail account that's only for family and friends. I rarely get any kind of spam in that account. I have an MSN account, and I do use the same name, Raybax33 at, and, and then... Uh, at MSN, that's the one I use to sign on to websites. That one gets a ton of junk mail. I check it maybe once a week uh, to, just to go through it. I have one at APCUG. I have one at the college that I used to work with. So all these multiple email addresses actually work for me because that's how I separate all the various activities that I'm involved in. Now, to read them and to use them, I use Outlook. Outlook is part of my package of, of uh, Microsoft uh, Office. Uh, it's an email client. So the client is going out and signing in on my behalf all the time, several times a day, and downloading the messages. So they're all in one spot on my computer. I don't have to sign into six different accounts. So I love, I've been using Outlook for, I don't know, 12, 14 years, and, and it works for me. The only thing I don't like about doing that with Outlook, and, and I also use Outlook as my email reader, is at one time you could look at all of your emails uh, together, even if they were separate accounts, but they change the way they do it. And so you have to look at each account separately in Outlook. They're there, but you have to look at them separately. Not a problem for me. I like it that way because it keeps yeah. all my activities separate. I don't want them commingled. Yeah. Uh, I, I use something on my Chromebook that, uh, and I can't remember the name of the program. It's type something. And uh, it does allow me to look at everything together or look at each one separately. And I think Thunderbird does that as well. That's another email reader. They've been around for a long, long time. Yeah. yeah. Well, they have not updated, updated in years. They finally, they just recently updated. Right. Any, if, you do, if you do go to um, check out ProtonMail and you are an Outlook user uh, for their paid accounts, they have what's called the ProtonMail Bridge. And essentially it acts as the encryptor and de-encryptor when you go to your mail client and it's seamless and it doesn't take, once it's in place, it doesn't take long to, to go get your mail, put it into Outlook. If you respond, it goes back through the bridge and goes back through ProtonMail. Huey, any comments? Anybody, anybody yeah, to talk? Irving from uh, Ottawa answered your question. No snow yet? Okay. Mike, I, Mike Lehman, I've been a couple of times retirement college computer networking instructor. Oh, smart. So we got someone that can help us. Yeah. <laughs> good, good. Steve, uh, often called AOL 
Right. Steve uh, Kirkland, 54 degrees with wind. Yes. Uh, Chandan Sharma, uh, AT&T may have changed to the Yahoo satellite. I think Cox also uses Yahoo satellite. Found that I had to add mail ID on a new phone computer several years ago. All right, I, I guess we better get life, to work. I keep life very simple. Yeah, you do, Bob. You and I do. We keep Gmail. Our... Gmail is my email provider. Sure. Provider, plain sure. simple. Yes, yeah. I have a Hotmail account. The only thing that goes in there is I have that because I have a Microsoft sign-in thing. Okay, and the only thing that ever goes to that is crap. Plain and simple. Once a week, I go there and I clean out the garbage, but that's all that's over there. Everything else goes to Gmail. And then I have separate folders in my Gmail where I separate the different places that I get email from. That, to me, keeps it simple. But I only have to remember one account. Am I yeah, worried I about getting hacked? No. Number one, I have a secure password and number two two-factor authentication and gmail pretty much makes sure that you're using two-factor authentication yes yeah, I... there is the old thing of gmail knows everything you do every place you go so what at this point in my life i should have started hiding things 20 years ago if i was <laughs> that concerned at this point of life it's too late to go back and say, hey, where's all that stuff? I want to roll it back. You can't. Yeah. I uh, had a, a, a part-time job that I was doing for several years, required me to have several uh, email accounts for different purposes. I had at one time 35 Gmail oh. accounts. <laughs> oh, really? Now, and, and so some of them are still out there. What they've done now is I forward them all to one account, and then I only read that account. Yeah, let's have a look here. Let's see how we can format this. Did you update, sir? I did. Let's just see. What no, happens. what I see is not what I see. That's oh, better. There you go. All right. I know, I know, I know. I, so we got to get to work, you guys. Uh, we've got to, we've got to um, start reviewing the news here. Uh, do we have any quick comments, Huey, before we get going? Or No, just Olive wanted to, uh, an answer on what that program is that I use on my Chromebook, and I can't remember the name off the top okay. of my uh, just uh, Just for those of you who are... Um, wanting to follow us if you want to follow us at uh, that is our our website uh on facebook if you want to look at the articles as we go through them here we go all right bob as usual you are first uh i don't know if i can make this a little bit bigger I don't think that's it's bigger work. on my screen because i'm on the yeah. facebook page all right do you want to do you want to go over this one and most of you know I've gotten pretty much involved with artificial intelligence. And in this case, a program that can create images just by my typing in a question or a suggestion, and then it creates images. Well, I use it for stuff from outer space. 
And this is a video compilation of all of the images I had it create. Very good. Yeah, Bob, talking about AI and generated images, I was reading an article, and I don't know whether I posted it or not, uh, but there is a, a lot of concern about copyright and copyright infringements with AI-generated things because they're actually using things that are already out there. And then oh. there's a question on who owns what and, and who has the rights to that AI-generated uh, this is fresh material. It is not something that's already out there, and it's just showing you what's already been created. This is generated at the time. My images are going to be totally different from yours. I understand that, but it's based on information they have collected to to create that, and they're and who owns that information, and uh, uh, so there is some concern. All right, let's move on to the next article. The next article is um, Android 13 has arrived on Galaxy S22 phones across Europe, at least, and the U.S. is coming. So if you do have um, an S22, what do you have, Ray? You've got the you've got a Galaxy. You've got the Flip 4. But right? I have the Flip 3, yeah, the, the Galaxy Flip. According to the article, that's coming next month. And mm -hmm. according to the article, the, 20, the S22 and the three versions of it that there are, and I have the Ultra, is supposed to be in China right now, and they're rolling it out slowly. I don't have access to it yet. Okay. I'm still on Android 12. But Android 13, uh, what I was reading, there's not a lot of uh, changes in Android 13 over 12. So it's not a big deal anyway. Okay. And Ron, don't don't you and I? We I know we both have Pixel phones. Don't we get the rollouts as soon as Google makes them available? We do, we do. Um, and I have a Pixel uh, six. And what are we on? Are we on twelve? Thirteen. Thirteen. We're on thirteen, right? Yep. Okay. At We're least on, I am. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, thirteen. Okay. Excellent. All right. Uh, coming down. Uh, Google Chrome uh, 107 release. Here's what you need to know. Uh, so um, that's the uh, browser now. That's, that's not the, the browser. Yeah. Right. And Huey and I were talking because Chrome OS is what we use on Chromebooks. And I'm still on 105. We haven't got, at least I haven't got 106 yet. Huey, have you got 106? Yeah, I got it uh, oh, gee, a few weeks ago. Hmm. Anyway, so uh, it's and we certainly Chrome. You might want to check it. You might want to check it manually. I did, and um, and the Chrome. So Chrome, but the Chrome browser is now at one oh seven. And if you want to look, and here's what you need to know. So just um, you you normally don't need to do anything. Your browser will automatically should upgrade. But if you want to go and just uh, do the upgrade manually, um, just make sure you have the latest version in your browser. Uh, this was interesting. Uh, Huey, uh, SpaceX costlier Starlink internet service available for RVs and on moving vehicles. So you can watch uh, Netflix as you're driving down the highway. Yes. Uh, this will be starting next month, uh, which is only a week away, uh, but sometime next month. And, uh, you do have to, uh, install it permanently on your roof. Mm -hmm. It is a flat panel. Uh, and it costs 
uh, five, I think it was five ninety nine for the dish, and uh, one hundred and twenty nine a month. So it doesn't actually stick up like like the other ones because you're going to be moving. So it's it's a, like a like a solar panel. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a special. It's a new dish just for that particular reason. But it you have to attach it. It's not something you can take on and off, put on and right. off. Right. Okay. Inter interna interesting. I wonder if you had a, um, a a unit on your house and you wanted to get, would they give you a deal? Um, if you had, we're going to get one in your RV as well. I wonder if you had two. two. I don't believe so. I think they're separate accounts because they're it's separate equipment and, and, and it may be in different places. Anyone want to comment on the Twitter deal occurring this week? What's this Elon? Why did the Elon Musk bring a sink to Twitter headquarters? Does anyone know? No, no one, no, no one has figured out why, and I, and I don't even see anybody guessing. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, just, you got a comment on that? No, you posted the article that says, "Why did he bring a sink?" Well, I think he's going to flush it's everyone down the toilet. No, he's already said that originally he said he was going to fire 75% of the employees. Yeah. He's now totally taken that back. So I don't know. Maybe I, I we should ask him. Maybe He's, he's going to replace everything but the bathroom sink, and he's bringing the sink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good one, Mike. He, he should have brought the kitchen sink, though. <laughs> it's the kitchen sink that counts. Or kitchen sink. Kitchen sink. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, be, 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 it'll be an interesting week. I mean, uh, probably in tech news, this is one of the, the exciting, uh, exciting things this week. We'll see what, um, see what happens. Now, George said, Russians threatening commercial satellites, Starlink. Do you know anything about that? I, I haven't read a lot of, I guess, I guess the issue would be if you shot a bunch of missiles up into the, into the sky, you could take out some of these satellites. What I don't, haven't read anything about that. Have you here? I, I, I heard something a couple of weeks ago about it, but there has not been any uh, uh, anything more on it. And there's and they were kind of saying that it might just be a gossip type of thing. Isn't Starlink uh, a U.S. company? Yes. Uh huh. That'd be a direct attack on the U.S. Yeah. Highly think that's going to happen. All right. Um, now, you know that I love my TCL TVs and I have, I have a lot of TCL and I've talked on our show on Monday show. I just wanted to let everybody know this article just came out and this was the TCL six series best TV picture quality for money in 2022. This was a CNET, uh, CNET article. We're going to talk a little bit about, um, Black Friday coming up, um, and and what people are saying about this Black Friday is going to be incredible because, you know, all those freighters that were sitting off the ports and, you know, everyone saw that this summer, they were all unloading stuff for Black Friday. And now we've got Black Friday coming. And of course, interest rates are going up, economy, eh, people are probably not going to be spending as much. So they're looking at there's a huge amount of volume of material to sell. And so prices are going to start to really fall. So if you are looking at electronics, uh, there are some incredible deals that are going to happen. And I thought uh, you may just want to think about that. Uh, this was an interesting article. Uh, this came out this morning. I posted it. Google Meet or Zoom. Um, 
I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, it won't make any difference. You'll be able yep. to go within Meet. You'll be able to go to Zoom, and within Zoom, you'll be able to go to Meet. So yeah. it, I think that's a smart idea. You won't. It won't matter. So you guys, have you, did you see this article this morning? Yeah, and it it didn't say it directly to Zoom. It would be through a Zoom room. Is my okay. understanding. Okay. So, uh, but I guess the idea would sort of be a common relationship, so it yeah. won't matter. But if it's a Zoom room, that means that those of us that have the the license we currently have, we don't have rooms. Yes, we do. Oh, wait can a minute. We? So the private, yeah, yeah, you can set up different rooms. Yeah. But that's that's not the general meeting. No. Right. But I think, I think the idea from what I read in the article was that it, it, it will, I guess the concept here is it doesn't matter if you're in a, if you're in a zoom meeting, you can also have people from meet and, and vice versa, right? It, it's, it's not going to, it doesn't matter. And I think that's a smart idea to take that equation out of there and it's, it's just going to be easier to use. If I could go, just go back to the, uh, the Starlink uh, discussion just momentarily, I did see an article and I did not post it, I don't think, or maybe it's quite a ways down. Uh, Amazon has their uh, Kuiper satellite system. They haven't put any satellites up there yet, but they are saying that in 2023, they will be uh, starting and they're going to put up 2,300 satellites at a much lower orbit than the Starlink. And so they can get by with fewer satellites. And so there'll be a competition for Starlink soon. We're running out of room up there. Yep. It is, yeah. Um, so <laughs> Toyota, down on chips, Toyota goes back to the basics with car keys. What are car keys? Does anyone use car keys anymore? I, I do. <laughs> Mike, do you have car keys? Do you? Do you don't he you have a, a, okay. I have. I have a key fob. Good yeah. friend of mine bought a, a Hyundai two weeks ago, brand new Hyundai hybrid. Yeah. And they handed him a key fob. Is the second one for my wife? Oh no, the car only comes with one key fob because of the chip shortage. And you're going to put a code on your phone, and that'll open the door for the second person. Oh, really? <laughs> well, I guess we're going back to key. So uh, uh, anyway, that's, that's an interesting one. I wonder if we'll go back to even farther and have a separate trunk uh, or back uh, lid key and have two keys. Oh, right. I remember that. I had a separate key for the glove box. Oh my gosh, you guys are taking me back years. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We used to have separate trunk keys, didn't we? Yep. Yeah, yeah, when you had for the ballet, yeah. Yeah, oh the, the round one and the square one. <laughs> Amazing. Now, this was an interesting article. Um, and I'm not going to go into this article, but this was hidden cameras in hotel rooms. Ten things you should always check when staying in a hotel room. And I thought it was, it's a very interesting article. Um, it's, it, I don't need to go into all the details, but where little small cameras can be found. And it is, um, it is an interesting article. And you, if you do travel and you go into uh, hotel rooms, that might be interesting because it's actually fairly common 
to have and uh, Air, Airbnbs too. You have to be very careful. Yeah, so it's a good article. I'm not going to go into it, but uh, the problem said, isn't the problem isn't with the ones you find; it's the ones you don't find. Correct. Yeah. That's right. Now, the other one I thought this was an interesting article. This was how to clean your watch. And uh, for those of you who have smart watches and you're wearing them all the time, I know I have a bunch of them. They get dirty, and you really need to clean the things once in a while. So. This is uh, this was a good article on just how to clean your Apple Watch. I imagine that it will be, um, you know, you can use it for most watches. But I thought it was, uh, you know, we we just remind everybody you do need to clean your watch. I use the same thing that I clean my glasses with. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter, um, or soap and water because most of them are are are, are certainly um, waterproof. So. The other one, now this came out this morning, and this was um, this is brand new, and I just did the first article about this this morning, because um, uh, a lot of us are doing, Bob, you're into broadcasting, and, and Healy and I, and we're doing, and this is um, Rhodes' new uh, mixing app, which allows you to um, actually mix your uh, multiple mics uh, through software. In other words, you don't need a mixing stand or any hardware. And this is a uh, road, of course, makes um, uh, uh, very popular microphones. And this is uh, this is going to be a new new product that they're having out. And this is an app. And so it'll be able to just run it on your PC and you'll be um, able to mix your various sound sources. And I thought it was uh, I thought I'd just draw your attention that it's not available quite yet. But this is uh, road is getting into this in a big way. And, and and what a lot of people use now is OBS, right? To do the same thing, right? Uh, oh, and this was another interesting article that came out this morning. Uh, Ray, I don't know if you have this. Have you seen this? Samsung releases maintenance mode, a new feature to hide your personal information for prying eyes. So if you have a Samsung phone and you're going to take it in to get serviced or you need needs a new screen or something like that you can now put it into maintenance mode and it locks i guess all your personal data out from people being able to see it and the technician can't get through that i don't think so no it says samsung releases maintenance mode a new feature to hide your personal information from prying eyes good to know yeah so i guess uh good for samsung yeah, because normally when you take your uh, phone in, you've got to give them your password so they can get in and make sure it's working. That's right. So what this does is you can give them your password, but they can't see your personal data. Uh, and this comes back to what I talked about earlier, best uh, Black Friday deals. You can already get at Best Buy. So uh, we're going to have a lot of fun about this. Only three weeks till uh, till Black Friday. So uh so lots of lots of exciting stuff happening. Yeah, I've already started my list. I know it's like, it's exciting, and there's going to be some stinking good deals, right? Um, do we got anybody still listening to us? Uh, let me get, go back to Streamyard. Is and, uh, uh, let's see where we're at here. Why don't you go to the next one, and we'll come back to it. Okay, all right. Uh, app. Oh, this was um, an article saying I'm canceling Apple TV plus because of a price hike. I guess I guess my question was does any do you, any of you guys use Apple TV? Mike, do you use Apple TV? Do you stream with Apple TV or 
That's one of the. No, that's the have. one. That's the one that uh, one box that I don't have. I've right. I have added Apple Plus occasionally when there was a series that I wanted to follow, and that's the nice thing with many streaming services. You can subscribe, pay a monthly fee when you're done watching what you want to watch. You just unsubscribe. But I know this, one. This is a trend run where many of the streaming companies are, you know, in times of inflation, et cetera, Netflix is, is one of the leaders in, in raising their rates. And, uh, you know, I can remember when it was under $10 a month and, and now it's approaching $20 a month. I know. Well, yep. you know, those, I'm, I'm of us, those of us that don't like the ads on, on uh, YouTube, if you have a family plan, I understand that that's going to go up by quite a bit. I, yes. I have a regular YouTube plan for it's $12 a month. And yeah. I, and and, all, no commercials because I spend a lot of time on YouTube, as you might guess. And I love it. Yeah. But they also well, have a family. They also have a family plan. And that is what they're talking about yeah. raising. They didn't say anything about the personal one. I'm, I'm listening to Yellowstone, uh, which is series for this for my second time. And it's fun because I couldn't remember the first time. So it's great. So I'm watching the series a second time. It's like brand new for you, Ron. It is. And I don't remember it, you know, probably because I slept through most of it. But anyway, <laughs> I, I uh, so anyway, I'm watching it. It's great, you know. And then, but you know what? Series five is coming out in a couple of weeks and it's Paramount Plus. So I got to go and sign up for a new streaming service to 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 watch to watch uh you know the the next the next series of this so it it, it, it you're right it, it gets expensive and it uh... i've been a a follower of the curse of oak island which is about buried treasure on oak island in nova scotia and it's it's in its 10th season now so 10 years of this these guys digging for buried treasure and it used to be I could get the History Channel on one of my streaming services, and I can no longer get it without having to subscribe to one of the overall services, which is expensive. But I found out Google is now letting people buy an entire season for a fixed price. Oh. I, I think it was like $10.95 for all of season 10. So I said, that was a no-brainer. I'll watch that instead of trying to get the History Channel again. That's a great idea, Mike. Thanks for bringing that up. Um, you're absolutely right. Uh, I've seen that on some of the series that we watched and that Google or uh, YouTube is actually, it, you're right. You can just subscribe to the series. Excellent, excellent. So have a okay, look at I'm, that. I'm ready. <laughs> oh, are you ready? Do we have, okay, go ahead. Uh, Richard says, I have an S21 and one Android 13. Well, uh, I think is it going to go to 21? No, he has the. Uh, it's going to go to 13. Yeah, right. He has, he has an S21 plus, and I have a 22. But will 13 it, go to a 13? Should go to a 21 plus, eh? No, he has a 20. He has a 21 plus phone, uh, phone model. It's the phone, same phone model. And he wants to go to Android 13. And I think what I'm saying is I think Android 13 will download onto a 21 plus, right? When it's when they're ready. When, when, when ready. you get it. Right. right. Yeah. If you had a Pixel phone, you'd already have it. Right. Richard says, I have 105 also. Yeah, Richard, we'll see you. Um, uh, probably Richard will be at our Chromebook uh, session next uh, ne in the next hour as well. Pat says, uh, uh, you can get the home and add the mobile unit. 
Oh, are you talking about Starlink? That's what I was asking. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. That's a good deal. All it says, uh, look at the number watching and the number of likes 2620. Yes. Don't forget the likes. That would be, that would be on YouTube. I think. Uh, Gina says sun is in apparel decorating. The trade is receiving blank product that is covered in mold and being held at docks. Oh, interesting. Uh, Olive says, when I drove a Ford pickup for work and Ford van for personal use, I got a key cut with one side for the pickup and the other side for the van. It worked well and saved having two keys. Yeah, but you can't get, they can't cut these keys anymore. Like you have to go to the dealer to get them. You can't just go down and, and get your key cut. Richard said, 13 is supposed to go to 13 with, uh with 5.0 okay and that's that's all of the comments okay um bob did you put who put dash lane might be the new free path is did you put that on there yeah dash lane up until just now was restrictive if you had the free version it only gave you a very small amount of passwords that it would retain in the free version that's now changed it's now unlimited Okay. Do you like it? Do you like Dash? Do you think it's a good password manager? I, it's a reputable password manager, that's for sure. But okay. they just didn't have free available if you had a lot of passwords. Okay. Um, it's official. Meta must sell Giphy. Any who posted this one? I did. Uh, Meta, which is Google, uh, bought Giphy for four hundred million dollars. And now they're going to be required to sell it. Meta is Facebook. Meta's it? Facebook. Yeah, yeah, it was Facebook. Right. No, yeah, Meta's Facebook. Yeah, I'm right. sorry. Must yeah, sell Facebook Giphy. bought them for four hundred. Was four hundred four hundred million dollars, and uh, they're they're going to have to sell it off. Giphy is a program that creates the animated gifs. Right. Uh, here we go again. Facebook threatens to block Canada News rather than pay. What? I thought that would get your attention. <laughs> Did you post that? Yes. Canada block Canada news rather than pay. Hmm. Yeah, there, there's a dispute uh, in, in Canada paying the fees for Facebook and, and being able to uh, put certain Canadian news on there. And so they're threatening, th- threatening to block them. Oh. So it's a it's a uh, it's it's a, a, a fee paying dispute, and uh, most likely right. they'll give in, and uh, f- Facebook will get their money. <laughs> the way Elon Musk seems, to, yeah, Elon Musk f- seems to feel at home inside Twitter HQ. He, they're going to call him the Chief Twit. <laughs> yeah, he called himself that. Chief Twit, eh? All right, okay. Oh, now this is interesting. Did you guys see this article? This came out. Uh, this is a new chip is capable of transmitting all the internet's traffic every second. Take all the internet's traffic in the world and, and go through this chip in one second. So new technology coming out as we move ahead. Yep. Lots of interesting. Uh, isn't that nice? Ray, you've got an RV. 
Can you imagine yourself sitting out there on the beach with 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 your Starlink watching um, uh, Netflix? Yeah, no, no. Uh, I'd be out enjoying the water. <laughs> All right. Uh, Microsoft warns of cloud computing slowdown. Um, I didn't. Po who posted that? No. Mr. Ronald Brown. Did I post that? <laughs> Company sounds cautiousness. You got to read the articles before you post. It, it, it has, oh yeah, that was. Yeah, it has to do with with not having enough people purchase. It doesn't mean it's going to slow it down. They, they, their revenue is going to slow down because not enough people are purchasing. Right. right. Okay. This yeah. was interesting. Now, this I knew about this article: the future of automotive computing, cloud, and edge. So here's this is this is sort of cool. We, we I guess this is maybe one of our last articles, but so you buy a new car, and of course, if you in the old days, if it needed software updates, uh, you took it in the dealer and they 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 ran the the updates right. But now because and some of these, like they were talking about this Mercedes I was reading about, it has like, like an equivalent of 75 PCs inside it running all the different systems, right? Like, so these are complicated computers, you know, the, these new cars that are coming out. And they're with now with 5G and the services, they're all being connected into the cloud. So they're being updated without actually having to go to a dealer to be updated. They're up being updated as you're driving along. I hope they don't do control, you know, reset the, the car as you're driving along. <laughs> you know, that would not be a good thing. However, however, this is a subscription service now. <laughs> you don't get, you don't get your choice. In fact, Mike, I don't know if you, is this? Yeah, uh, I'm familiar with what they're doing. Yeah. If you want, if you want certain things on your car to work, I think, I think it was either Mercedes or BMW. BMW cars come with with seat warmers. That was right. but they don't work unless you subscribe to the service. Subscribe so to the off. service. That's right. And the other one was GM in their OnStar service. Uh, this article I was reading said that in the new 2023s, you don't get an option. You have to, you know, you get after two months of service, you have to, you know, pay the two hundred dollars a month or whatever it is to get the OnStar service. And part of the reason for that is is because the car is continually updating the software and they're doing it over the OnStar service. And in order for your car to be safe and to run because of all these systems now being being um, done online. So I thought that's really interesting. That has to be factored into our purchase consistency. Mike's doing a, is going to be doing some analysis on EVs and we're going to have to consider, consider a, you know, that is one of our purchase decisions, right? All, all of the costs of ownership. They're going all up. The costs of ownership. Well, yep. you know something? Yep. It is, uh, it is, uh, let's have a look here. It is um, time. It is, uh, what, it, it's 9.59. We got one minute left. I want to thank uh, you for coming, Mike. Thanks for coming and being uh, I enjoyed it today. Uh, we've had a, a, a good time. I think we've had uh, looked at a lot of articles, which is great. Uh, Huey, I'll see you very shortly because I guess we're uh, we're going to be doing um, learning Chromebooks in about an hour, eh? Right. Now, I'll, I'll probably open it up about 1.30 Eastern time, in other words, in a half an hour. All right. And thank you, Ray, for coming as usual. 
we'll see you on uh, we'll see you on Monday and look forward to your music uh, music outro. Thanks so Thank much. You. Have a good have a good weekend. Bob, are you going to come and listen to do Chromebooks with us? I'm not sure yet. Don't know. Okay. A couple of last comments. Okay, let's have a look at the last comments. The last time I drove was in 1981 and it was a 69 Opel Cadet. I have no idea how one would open a car these days. That's from Kathleen Steve. Uh, Kathleen says, uh, or how to drive anything that does not have a stick shift. Yes. When you live in New York, you don't really need a car. So Geek Wireless says, I pay $20 a month for OnStar. Jalen, I've been watching quietly from the corner. Jalen, are you coming to learning Chromebooks? Hopefully you'll come over. She's a big Chromebook fan. Uh, Kathleen, Olive Cousin said, Kathleen, do you miss driving? Not at all. Not in Manhattan. Who would want to drive yeah, yeah. in Manhattan, right? Yeah, that's for sure. You know, I don't think they, they I don't think most, you couldn't even park your car. I don't even know where you would park it. Besides this pothole alley. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, listen, thanks, everyone, for coming. See you again in about a week's time. And if, we, um, if you want to watch us, you can watch us at Learning Chromebooks in an hour. And if you want to, uh, be, sure and, be sure and come to our Monday show. Mike will be um, talking all about the first edition of your series in EV cars. We'll be running that this Monday. And I think Saturday's newsletter, you're going to put in the results of our survey. Indeed. Thank you for reminding me that. <laughs> my, my memory needs lots of reminding these days. <laughs> That'll be great. Super. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for coming. Uh, we'll talk soon. All right. Bye now. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.